0: Bon bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ for if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing he deceives himself but let each one test his own work and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor For each will have to bear his own load. And then from 1 Peter. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's take a moment to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us in these spaces here this morning, and we pray that this would be your space. Father, give us your Holy Spirit that we would understand this, the word of God, illumine us for that purpose, and Father, would we be full of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to this earth, you lived with us, you died for us, you rose again to welcome all that come to you in faith by grace, that we would be agents of peace and change in the world that needs your renewal so badly even as we ourselves are forgiven and changed. Father, whether we're tuning in here this morning from places where we feel really near and close to you or far from you, not even sure if you're there, Father, would you surprise us with your presence now? We pray in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. So what were some of your childhood fears? What were you afraid of when you were a kid? Looking back on it, some of those childhood fears May seem a little silly, but at the time for us, they were very real. What were those fears? Maybe you were afraid of the dark. Maybe you were afraid of what's under the bed, the boogeyman. Maybe you were afraid of being left somewhere or being lost. Maybe there is a Boo Radley around you, some adult that you found creepy and you were worried about. Here is my big fear when I was a kid: the third eye. Now, most of you may not have heard of the third eye before, but it happened like this. One time, I probably must not have been older than early elementary school, I was road tripping with the family, and we were in the family truckster that pulled into a motel, and back in those days, it was me and my brother in one bed, the old man and the old lady in the other bed, and I don't know why my parents did this, but they insisted on keeping the TV on forever when my brother and I just wanted to go to sleep. They were paying for the room. We weren't. But late one night on the way to somewhere in some motel, there was this program that came on TV called The Third Eye. I think that was the title, but at any rate, there was this kid who looked to be about my age when all of a sudden he developed a third eye on his forehead, whether he was possessed by an alien or was an alien himself. I actually thought about Googling and trying to find out what the show was this past week, but I was still too afraid to actually go back and see the images. Of this boy with a third eye, I was terrified and it stuck with me. So what began to happen after that is as I was so afraid of the third eye, every time I would see a mirror, be in a bathroom or another room in the house with a mirror, walk by a mirror, I would flip up my hair just to make sure that I didn't have a third eye. I was freaked out all the time, and every time I would flip my hair up, there would be a small relief that would come over me as they realized, okay, I'm not an alien, I'm not being possessed by an alien, I am binocular right now, still. I'm just a normal person, although at the time, the irony was lost on me that normal people aren't worried about having three eyes and have phobias of mirrors, but I didn't really think about that at the time. But I thought about mirrors a lot, and this phobia, this fear, continued into high school. It was really weird. And I knew that it was irrational, but middle school gym and high school gym, I would be in a bathroom, I would be with a mirror, and I'd think, okay, this is the time where I'm not gonna flip up my hair and check to see if I have a third eye. I am too old for this. But then, for a lot of years, I kept flipping. And so what I would do in my house and in other houses, school, where I would spend time, I would keep track and mentally make a map of all of the rooms where I would pass through, where there would be a mirror. And so either I would try to avoid those rooms, or if I was in a room, especially when other people were around, I'd try as furtively as possible to just do a little flip to make sure that I was okay. So when I was at my friend Ross's house, hey, Mrs. Longo, how you doing? Oh, hey, Jim, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, if we were in their their family room. That was my fear. What were some of yours? And here's the thing. Hopefully for most of us, we have outgrown many, most, all of our childhood fears, but it's not like we're not afraid of things anymore. The fears that we face have changed, but the fearful frame remains. Our fears have gotten all grown up, haven't they? What are some things that we can be afraid of? We can be fearful as it relates to money, finances, job. Are we going to have enough? We can be fearful as it relates to relationships, whether family relationships or relational relationships. Are these things secure? We can be fearful about safety and security. Do we have enough of it? Are things going to be okay? We can be afraid of how we're perceived, whether social media-wise or in our lives. Do I have the right... Education, do I have the right body? Do I have the right job? Am I seen to be having all the right fun? Am I virtue signaling about all the right things and so on? We feel these pressures upon us. We're afraid. And then also, we're afraid of health stuff too. Is my body and those of my loved ones? Are we going to be okay? How much time do we have? These fears stick with us. And similarly, to when we were kids, where our behaviors would be shaped and governed by fearfulness, it's the same with us as adults. So just as I would carve these really weird patterns of parapetation around the house, as I would go through the house avoiding rooms with mirrors, we do the same things as our fears, even though normally we'd do this, but we're afraid, so we do this. Most people would go this way, but we have this fear, so we go this way instead fears form us in very, very deep ways. Say, if we're fearful about health, maybe we call or go to the doctor way too much, or we don't call the doctor, and we don't go to the doctor enough. If we're insecure with our relationships, maybe it's the case that we're really clingy, and we just don't know what to do, we can't be apart, so we press in way too much. Fears stay with us, they govern our behaviors, and we spend so much time in our lives scared. And here